Welcome to the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast, hosted by veterinarians Dr. Lewis Kirkham and Dr. Robbie Anderton, who'll give you the inside scoop on the secret lives of your pets and have a lighthearted look at the latest animal news, health tips, and other random facts. All names of people and pets have been changed for confidentiality, so if the story sounds familiar, don't flatter yourself. Every owner is just as animal crazy as you are. So sit down, place your furry feathered or scaly best friend on your lap, and it's over to Lewis and Robbie. Hello and welcome listeners to episode 86, Agent 86 of the Two Vets Talk Pets podcast. With too much talking, your pets is barely enough. I'm Dr. Robbie Anderton and I'm joined this week by a man who's been himself over a couple of extra podcasts, but only just uh, mentioning his name on there. You know, had to try and uh, still one up uh, from our uh, from our media fest last week. It's Dr. Lewis Kirkham. Lewis, how are you going? Good, mate. Good, good. So a lot of references. Agent 86. That's Agent 86. Smart, it is, is it? Get Smart. Yeah. Yeah. Da, da, da. Right. Yeah. I wasn't like a big fan. Of silence, weren't you? No, not a big fan. Oh, I think it was on the wrong stuff. time. I was me. on Saturday afternoons. You're probably too, too busy out surfing, weren't you? <laughs> surfing, surfing well, got got the surfing. I've got to mention, yeah, some somehow related. Friend, no, friends of the podcast are um, Dave O'Neill and Glenn Robbins. Thank you, Sam yes. Pang. Yep, yep. Friends of the podcast, I'm sure. Well, you got a you got listening. A, you got a photo with uh, with Sam Pang, which was uh, which was interesting because uh, he doesn't think much of vets. He's uh, been on on record of thinking that uh, uh, people spending money on uh, on diagnosing diseases uh, the same as humans in animals is a bit of a waste of time. Wow. So yeah, Ooh, yeah. There's a zing. Yeah. So yeah. Well, well it's uh, it was interesting. Well, it was went all about it on the Triple R uh, Breakfast Show when he was on there oh, years ago. Well, so. speaking, of, yeah. First, first thing there is uh, in Glenn Robbins style. He 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 wanted. A photo with me. Oh, right, fantastic! Yeah, yeah, of course, excellent. And, and uh, oh, yeah, that's that's no good. I wish you'd brought it up at the uh, at, at the podcast. But there was a lot that on that podcast that wasn't brought on. Like Glenn sort of asked, you know, do do we put the gloves on, the long gloves on every day? Oh, right, yes. Yeah. I said yes, yes, and I end at work sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, one. Yeah, so I did everything to try and get on, mate. But yeah. I got a few few mentions. Lewis the vet and uh, Lewis. Uh, yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe stand the front. Maybe we can see if they can put a link in the show notes, you That's know, to, 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 to the pod. That'd yeah, be well, right. if you want to listen, everyone, it's somehow related to the latest episode. You'll find a nice little mention to me. A and of and times. because you're wearing the the podcast t shirt too, which was uh, you know a nice. Did, did they, anyone mention any of that? Or? Yeah, yeah, David yeah. Neil mentioned, and he's got his own own podcast. You know, yeah, it was all, but didn't come through the recording. Oh, okay. Yeah. There was a lot of banter in between, and we had you know chatting and stuff. He's got his own podcast. Two vets talking pets. Yeah, I was happy with the ing. That it's was quite okay. close enough. Yeah, they, they, they'd still. Find it on the Google uh, search. That's right. That's right. And uh, I put a put a thing on their Facebook page. So yeah, it was, it was good to be on. It's good fun. Nice. So so there you go, mate. Do Very it, good. Doing a bit. Didn't get a mention of the pod though. Unfortunately. No. no, that's but, a shame. But, yeah. It's a shame. We keep trying. Yeah, we keep trying. You know, between either you being on TV and you know getting you know we're trying trying to trying our best. But we're just, you know, just not coming. So that's why we need our listeners, Lewis. Our yes. listeners to to try and get the word out there. Tell your friends. Tell them to have a listen. Send them through a link. Just, yeah. just press, sh- press share on on the on where you're listening now, and not not share as in, you know, <laughs> if I could turn back time. Yeah, no, not know. the seatbelt dress. The seatbelt dress. Yeah, yeah you're no. right. Well, look, maybe you could. Uh, yeah, you you wouldn't look bad in a fishnet number, sort of riding a big cannon. You know. Thanks, mate. The whole lot of, I'll, I'll just be there dressed as a sailor. So, Thanks, you know, just well, because that wouldn't be le- that'd be less weird. Yeah, you know? yeah that's right. That yeah. could be our new, new cover for the podcast. New, new uh, little emoji or what logo? Logo, a, a logo. Yeah, you you dressed as Cher, riding the uh, r- r- riding, riding the, the big cannon, cannon that you're and, driving, and, and, and uh, dressed as a seaman. <laughs> There's That's so what they call sailors. Yes, yeah, I know. I don't know. Yeah, yes. I mean, yeah. I'm only one, so yeah, it'd be just be a, a one. One sailor. one sailor, yeah. <laughs> one lonely sailor. <laughs> one lonely sailor. One is the loneliest sailor that you've ever known. Um, what's been happening for you this week, mate? Uh, let's, let's try and let's try and bring the the, the good ship to yeah, Vets Talk yeah, Pets well, back around again. Have you had much feedback from uh, from being on the uh, you know in, 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 the, in paper. the paper? Yeah. Um, it's been amazing actually. Great. So um, uh, on so on Saturday night we had a a, a do for a, um, one of the specialist centres up at uh, the Rialto Tower of Vieux de Monde oh, up, in, up in the city. Uh, went, went there after uh, uh, after we finished recording last week. Had to get out because Christina was waiting because we had to get into our accommodation and get changed. I had to go and buy shoes. I didn't have any. I don't have black shoes. Right. So I, so I had brown tan boat shoes. I had to buy for another lunch because I didn't have any shoes. Otherwise I just wear my runners all the time. Right. 
Um, so he managed to find a pair of slip-ons. Christina said, "You've got to go to yeah, you've got to go to Maya. So I had to walk to Maya to go and buy some shoes. And lucky it was open late enough, wow. so I could buy some shoes so I could get back and get changed to go in for the dinner." Well, so I was just saying, uh, uh, plus one, mate. But now in Christina, when I, I don't feel too bad now. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Well, it would have been weird the two of us turning up in our podcast t-shirts. Not really. <laughs> <laughs> People are used to it. But they are used to it. Gratuitous yeah, right. plugs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, so, uh, so you went there, and it, I was uh, saying before. It took me an hour and a half to get to the bar because, I mean, they were only bringing around um, uh, wine and champagne for, uh, for for drinks. And so I wanted to have a beer. And so it took me an hour and a half to get to the bar because everyone Whoa! was stopping me. Oh, that's right. Yeah. yeah. That's when I stood on someone's toe. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> so everyone was stopping you for a chat Everyone was stopping for a chat Going oh this is the second time I've seen you today And I'm going oh really going, nice, Yeah, Saw mate. you in the newspaper and then saw you here And um, I had people come and saying look thank you very much Good on you for trying to get it forward yeah, Put it all forward So it was really really good I've had um, I've had three people drop in cards um, at work Saying oh, really yeah. good job Didn't realise there was so much of a problem um, I've had multiple people I've been ringing up for uh, uh, To give blood test results to They're going Oh, we read your article. Good on you. Yo, didn't really well, realize the problem. We're going to donate to the to the love your pet, love your vet um, cause. Uh, and then our groomer was saying today she does work at another vet clinic as well, and she said she walked into the tea room and saw they'd um, cut out the newspaper article and stuck it on the wall yeah. for everyone to read. And she's gone, oh. That's Robbie, and they've gone. Well, who's Robbie? Go. That he's he's my boss from the other clinic. Yeah. So so yeah. So we've had so many people sort of make make contact. So and I hope that other people are doing that to their vets as well. You yes. know, they just ring up and say, "Hey, I read this article. Didn't realise how how much of an issue it was." I hope you're doing okay. You know, fantastic. I think you're doing a great. So, yep. so it's good, mate. It, it's been it's been fantastic. So, oh, good, yeah, good, really good. Have you, you had any positive feedback from people at your clinic, or well, not about your article, <laughs> strangely, but but a bit about um sort of seeing me on the news and stuff. And yes. I didn't realize so many people watch the ABC news. TV news. <laughs> it's, it's very very left, you know, lefty around here, lefty tree hugging around Port Melbourne, mate. Yeah, they'd all be watching Auntie. You know? yeah, right? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, yeah. no, really kid. No, 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 I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and so um. Yeah, a number of people, like, I had a few people in consult that sort of started the consult, oh, I saw you on the news, you're a celebrity vet. I was like, well, you're not really, but it's good, no. it's good to get it. Good to get on there. Yeah. And a few people that really just wanted to talk about that, I'm like, so what's wrong with your dog? He's, and, oh, yeah, no, he's, uh, he's, he's a bit unwell. So so how long did they interview you for? Oh, yeah. Um, well, so, uh, yeah, your dog's unwell. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. But your dog's unwell vomiting. So what else did you talk about on the on the on the TV? Didn't well, make we talked it. about you know being un- unwell pets. Yeah, so you know, what the sorts of questions that we ask people. Like, how, how like to, the question I'm asking you now: How to get blood from a stone of an owner? Yeah, he <laughs> won't tell you what's wrong with their animal. So that, that was interesting. But yeah, quite a few people that saw me. So um, you just got to sign it, sign a little uh, a little picture of yourself and hand it over to them, so then you can get back to business. Well, that's oh, that's a good idea. A little headshot, a little like headshot. A, you could you could sign a little little two vets talk pets. Uh, you know, uh, a, a pamphlet for them. Yeah, that's so right. Look, I'll sign this on the back saying, you know. Thanks for asking about my interview. Now let's worry about your dog. Love, yeah. Lewis. Yeah, love, Lewis. Best wishes. Best wishes. Best wishes. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that's nice. Excellent. So there well, you go. Good one. Um, so anything else uh, fun happening this week? Uh, oh, actually, the one thing I wanted to chat about. Do you? Did you? At, when you were at school, did you have vaccinations at school or did you sort I, of go to the doctor or something? Uh, for I, I remember uh, lining up down at Devon Meadows Primary School where we'd all be sitting there, um, sleeves up. Yes, get exactly. The jab, L- lined up and it'd be jab, walk away, yep. crying, not crying, with your mates, trying to be tough. And I and, and if it wasn't the uh, the jab, then it was the uh, the the nurse checking for for signs of head lice. So so you'd be have to stand up because we're only small they'd have the little um you know the the a to k and the l to z there for you to stand on so that she could oh, yeah. uh, flick flick through the hair and go no you're okay the, f- the phone book for those, okay. those youngies that listen that's right yeah, yeah yeah that's try try do try doing that on google try yeah. and try, try try and get your kid to stand up on google you, so you can check for headlines you need a lot of iphones stacked up a lot of iphones yeah to get as high as the, the yellow pages maybe maybe the new iphone 11 you know with their with their three little uh three little things maybe it gets up high enough that you can actually yeah, there. maybe it's got a a, a lice finding function in there, Lewis. Oh. And maybe we could talk to uh, uh, to uh, our dermatologist friends and see whether or not Danny, they, yeah, Danny Houlihan, and see whether or not they got it as a well, it's new, got a light. It's got a light. That'll do. Oh, that'd be alright. But they run away from the light anyway. So I'm pleased you mentioned that you you queued up. Yes. 
for the for the vi- for the virus for the vaccination. Yes, because I remember that too. Queuing up with your mates, everyone worried. Yep. I think at one stage I had a broken arm, so I went to go in the left, and I had to turn around. Oh, really? Take up the other arm, have it in the other shot. You know, those were the good old days. Had you to have turn it. around and take it up the what? Yeah, up the other arm. Oh, the other arm. Yeah, okay, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Up the other arm. Yeah. Mm. Um. Yes. <laughs> and uh, and so please you remember it like that because uh, Stella. Uh, Stella, my eldest at yeah. school, had the uh, queue up for the HPV yep. vaccine. So she's 13 now, um, year seven, que- queuing up for that. And uh, yep, yep, sure, queuing up for that. that. That's all fine. But no, you don't just have the jab and then you walk off. You have the jab and you walk into the next room and there's a there's a room full of little guide dog puppies you can play with afterwards. Oh, really? How's that? Wow. How things have changed, How mate. things have changed. We, did, we didn't have that in our day, Lewis. You know, as, uh, all you had was a you know, band-aid if you started bleeding and otherwise just to go you know, back to class. Yeah, and you know, punch from your mate in the arm when you got back to class. Like, yeah. <laughs> and, and so you'd either get a punch in your broken arm or a punch in your uh, in, in your sore arm. Yeah, it's both great. it hurt. And then you just walk in there trying to do class and you can't, can't use yeah, either. Oh, I can't ride at all. Can't, can't ride, ride at all, all, teach. Sorry. But how's that? You know, guide dog puppies. It's a good thing. It works in two ways. One, the guide dog puppies are getting socialisation well socialized, yes. with children that are upset. Yeah, yeah. You know, they've been jabbed. You know, this day and age, very mildly coddled potentially. Did they um? Did they show the kids how brave the puppies were with getting their vaccines? You go know, look at the puppy can do it. Then you guys can be fine as well. Yeah, no, no, no intranasal ones. No, no ones up the nose for them. No, they didn't do that. But the pu- how's that? I thought it's not bad. bad. It's a, a girls' school, all girls' school. Yes. What more could young girls want to play with? Or do after they've been injected t- t- and keep d- it clean. D- d- some Taylor Swift. Keep it clean. They're yeah, thirteen. Maybe, maybe mate. Some, some One Direction. They can have some One Direction playing. Have a little little blue light disco or something like that. Your eyes know? tell me different things. Keep it clean. Ah, <laughs> one Direction's pretty clean. You know, yeah. you're a nice wholesome boys. You very know? old, mate. They, they split up a long time ago. Did they? Pretty sure. Jeez, I only just got into them. How about Hanson? Are they still going, or are they broken up Hansen? too? Yeah, MC Hammer gone too, mate. Oh, really? Yeah, they yeah, with his happy pants. That, they were they were plagiarizing. Here, here comes the hammer yeah. plagiarizing. Isn't it? Yeah, didn't that? That wasn't their song. No, no, that was. Um, you're, you're talking uh, uh, Millie Vanilli. Millie Vanilli. M- Millie yes. Vanilli. Yeah, they, they were the they were the greatest uh, uh, the greatest mimers ever. Yeah. Anyway, they, <laughs> anyway, uh, we digress. Yeah, yeah. So, so there you go. Spe- speaking of fishing out weird topics, yeah. Um, yeah. Have, uh, have you had many grass seeds so far this year? Oh, tell me about it. Yeah, I've had in the eye, in the ear, in the eye, one in the eye, two. Two in the eye. Two in the eye. Two nice in the one. eye and one, uh, some in the ear. Yes, and yeah. And foot, some in the feet Some of well. the feet, yeah. yeah. It's a busy time I, of year. I, I haven't had any feet ones yet, but we had a dog uh, yesterday owned by a doctor that came in um, and so uh, vetted our clinic, Alana, saw lump lump under the chin. Yep. And so stuck a needle in it and it was, uh, there was pus there, so booked it in for for exploration. And it was in such a crap spot. Like, uh, you've got, it's a, I was saying to the owner afterwards, I said, look, you had to be pretty careful with where I'm cutting in here because there's, a, there's not a not a hell of a lot of uh, blank space around here. Yeah, you got some pretty. Yeah, you got your your jugular veins, facial nerves, all that sort of stuff around there. And um, so cut into it and and had to cut sodium. I reckon I was about I was about two centimeters in before I actually got into the actual abscess. Like it was so thick. And then and what did you find? Nothing. <laughs> so I cut a little bit further and then I found that. Then I found the grass seed. So thank goodness. But, Very um, good. So you found grass so, seed. So I found a grass seed. So I had to cut in there. So I had to extend out my incision to try and find it because I thought I'm probing around. Couldn't find a damn thing. But I just saw out of the blood that was welling out of there. I saw this little thing. I go, hang on, quick, where's my hemostasis? Out it comes. So uh, so, that, so that was good. You know, made, oh, oh, wrong one. <laughs> So that made me feel good because it's so frustrating. Sometimes yes. you go fishing around in there and you can't find a damn well, thing. I had a similar one the other day that uh, between the between the toes, a common spot. Yeah, you've dropped off a little I've bit. Dropped mate. off a little bit. Okay, yeah. had a uh, between the toes. Yeah, we go, back again. Um, but between the toes, which are the common spots. Yes, um, that we find them, and they'd been to another clinic. I think yeah. an emergency clinic. Yep. And they'd actually sedated it, tried to get the grass seed tried out, tried to have a fish, couldn't yep. find it. Um, and uh, put on antibiotics. Yep. Came back a week later to see me, you know, see us during business hours. And I thought, oh, look, I'll just put a little bit of local on there, you know, little alligator forceps, tiny little long forceps. Straight in there, bang, pulled it out. Oh, Mate, wow. Was I? Yeah, yeah, was yeah. Was I? Walking around the, like, uh, a, yeah, like, like a rooster. Yeah, I was the hero, mate. Yeah, yeah. nice one. Just Good strutting one. around like a rooster. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah. yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a duck. That's a duck. But Spe- that'll do. Yeah. 
Um, but uh, yeah, Oops. That, that's an STD sound. That, that, yeah, that, that's what STD sounds like, kids, you know. <laughs> Jeez, I'm on the sounds today, aren't I, mate? Oh, uh, the sights and sounds. Um, no, but, but, and that's a frustrating thing. Sometimes you do go fishing around there and you can't find it. But um, I always say to people, if we can't find it the first time, if we've got to go fishing in there again, usually the abscess opens up over where the foreign body is, and so then you can go in there and get it. Yeah, so. the, the frustrating ones, you open right up and um, and, and you fish and you, you flush and you look for everything and you don't find anything. You fish, you fish. flush, and you say Swear. a word that sounds with starts yes. with the fish and flush sounds yeah. pretty close and then you stitch them up and then hope that hope that it's poked its little head in and then poked its little head it's done the hokey pokey and then it's you know turned around turned around and then you've got some antibiotics to pull do, the so. little thing out burr, burr. yeah there you go and uh, actually it reminds me of the grass seed the back of the throat as well oh wow yeah, really so that's what that four places yeah back of throat and the, and the foot that's some fancy pants going. I yeah. thought I was doing all right just with my abscess around yeah. the uh, around the back of the knee, but no, no, no you've you've trumped me about six times. Yeah, I, uh, yeah, well I'm, done. Yeah, quite a few. Oh, yeah, you forgot about that one. Nice one. All right. Um, and and so, were any of those dogs anxious that uh, had the grass seeds? Uh, I'm sure there were at least at, at least twenty percent of them. What, what could have you used if they were a bit anxious? Look? Oh, look, uh, look, I like a bit of Zilkane, mate. Really? Why yeah. do you like the Zilkane? Oh, a big supporter of the podcast. Number one. Well, that end. N- number one. But that, that's not the real answer. Because <laughs> it's good for anxiety. Yes. It's good for anxiety. We're using our dogs and cats um, for, for any sort of anxious issues. Like you're visiting the vet and you need to have the, the grass seed looked at. Yes. Good to give it a couple of days before. Get them get them loaded up on, on the Zilkeen. It's, it's got uh, it's got no side effects. And and we use it, mate. You, you'd be wrapped for it too, I, I imagine. I actually um, sent a dog home with it today who's um, just suddenly started showing a lot of... Uh, also, some mild signs of anxiety at home. Starting to get a little bit whimpery, wants to be around the owners all the yep. time. Owners aren't sure if anything's changed, nothing obvious. Yep. And so, well, look, give it a shot with this because if it's something that's just a mild anxiety, we might be able to just turn it around without needing to worry about doing anything else. Exactly. So, I've got a client who, uh, they've got a dog that uh, uh, doesn't like flying in their helicopter. Oh, oh, oh yeah, really? Yeah, yeah. So, Fantastic. so if you, well, that's if you, great. If you're listening and you've got a helicopter, it's it's great for those dogs that don't like flying in your private helicopter. And actually, just as they're flying out to their property out in the Yarra Valley. Uh, strangely enough, yes. Yes. One of funnily them, enough, one yep. of them possibly. Yes. <laughs> and and also, uh, and and uh, they used to uh, didn't like going in the carry crate. To right. go on the on the on the aeroplane, right? Um, the, the private aeroplane. D- d- well, no, no, on the aeroplane, domestic flight. So they bought their own aeroplane, so the dog could could not didn't have to go in the crate. So there you go. If you need to be a zucchini, and uh, and there's a great example of, of just your everyday client everyday who, client who, who's use. used it and found it helpful for riding on the helicopter. Keeping it real. Jet. Keeping it, it real, yeah, yeah. So, so if your pet is also having problems with your private helicopter, that's right. Why not? Uh, yeah, why not? And tell you what, if you if you do have a uh, a pet in a private helicopter, why don't you look at our Patreon? <laughs> yes, yeah. yes. Big thank you to our Patreon supporters. Yes. I wonder if that owner is a Patreon. That'd be nice. It'd be great if they were. Two dollars a month. Not not much to ask. The, the, the sticker would look great on their helicopter. <laughs> yes, they look fantastic. Yeah, back of the private jet. That'd be how excellent would that be? Yeah. I mean, so it gets sent through a thing of a uh, just a two vets talk pet sticker, just right smack bang in the middle of the windshield. And uh, and the the pilot coming off wearing the two vets took pets t shirt, you know, Dr- drinking the taking the dog on, eating zilkeen, eating zilkeen, <laughs> just hardlining zilkeen. Fantastic. But, but is there anything else that maybe the well, dog could eat? Uh, well, I tell you what, you'd want to be careful while you're in the helicopter. You don't see any ducks, right? Yes, or tell kangaroos. Me more. Right, tell me more. Because if they, if you did see any ducks or kangaroos, then there's a chance that uh, that maybe they might end up in a uh, in a special diet, right? Sorry, I think that that's a that's a client just landing. I think. Um, so we got a new sponsor. We've yes. got a new sponsor, um, which is probably not the greatest of intros for our new sponsor. <laughs> um, so Delicate Care, Delicate Care is a, uh, a an Australian owned and Australian made uh, specialty vet endorsed diet um, that has. What was that? Ooh. Oh, that's an ooh. Yeah, it it sounded ooh. like the computer was powering down. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, so, uh, so made in Perth in a uh, – uh, so we, um, we've – they've just come on board to be our, to be our new sponsor. And we're actually – I'm actually pretty happy to uh, try and get some recognition for these guys out there because I think their diets sound, uh, sound pretty good. Yeah, well, it's number one. Number one sold diet in WA. Yes, in in, uh, in Western Australia, and they finally decided to bring it over here because I've heard lots about it. Yes, because there's the vet nutritionist over there. Is it Nick Nick Costa? Uh, Professor Professor Nick Costa. Yeah, yep. who's who's a big backer 
of the diet. I yep. think big backer of the foods, and I know it's been over there for a long time. And finally, they've decided to 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 cross the Nullarbor, yes, and bring us an Australian Australian made Australian owned exclusive diet. And because and uh, uh, the, apparently the history on it was that um, so they'd been producing the food and exporting it a lot, and so that's where a lot right. where a lot of so so the as far as the factory that they use and the standards that they hit and making sure that they've got all the, the bits and pieces and the, all the uh, the AFCO nutritional requirements and all that sort of stuff, they had to meet um, or have to meet the most stringent of uh, of requirements to export this yes. food into countries yes. like Japan, Singapore, um, overseas. And so then they've just taken that and they've started selling it in Australia because they they had people who had graduated from Murdoch Uni, where Nick Costa is um, is one of the one yep. of the, uh, the the teachers there, saying we want to get Nick's diet um, and we want to be able to sell it to our clients. Yes. So that's then when they started selling it to the clinics over in Western Australia, but then vets over the eastern seaboard and in and in uh, South Australia have started saying, "Well, hang on, we want to have it get a piece of this as well." Exactly. And so that's the reason why now they're starting to get it out, so that then uh, vets over uh, over here can start to uh, prescribe it and get uh, animals on it as well. Yeah, exactly. So it's vet only, isn't it? You get it from your vet clinic, exclusive to vets because it's um there. There's some you know. Some really good applications for wanting to try yep. and use it, so they want to make sure that the right animals are getting on this right diet at the right time. Yeah, so. fantastic. And so there's a there's a range for the dogs, a couple of different foods for the dogs, aren't there? And there's one uh, the skin and stomach for the cats, which actually I've got here. You've, you've got the bag of it there, yes. I've got, yep. I got, I got a, a sample bag today, so I'm yes. going to hit, hit uh, skin or stomach. Sorry. Yes. Um, so I'm going to hit hit olive up with it uh, today. Fantastic uh, packaging. Looks and, uh, and so it's a novel protein diet that's in that one. So it's good for your uh, for your sensitive allergy, uh, you know, both food allergy and uh, and skin allergy. Uh, Gut yep. allergy and skin allergy uh, animals, even that it's got duck and kangaroo and nothing else, uh, and uh, and yeah, like I say, it's got all the uh, like uh, the the prebiotics and all that sort of stuff. They were saying that that's in there, all ready to go. So it's uh, so like I say, I've, it sounds like it should be a pretty good diet. So I'm looking forward to seeing uh, seeing what Olive thinks of it. Yeah, it should well, be good. Going to give Olive some, but I actually uh, got delivered to the clinic the the sample that I got. Yeah, and uh, and Casey, one of our vet nurses, says, "Oh, my cat's on that. She, my cat, uh, I forget her cat's name." Uh, I'll think of it in a minute. Yep. Um, had a really bad bloody diarrhea for a long time. Yeah, right. Couldn't fix it, didn't know what to do, tried all different diets. Went on the delicate care. Right as rain, mate. Smacked, smashed Fan- it out of the park. Fantastic. Very good. I was like, that was unscripted. Yeah, So wow. you got first testimonial straight up there. Excellent. So I really like that. So we'll uh, certainly be telling you lots more about the diets over the coming weeks. Yes. And uh, and, and the availability, but, but we are a big fan of it. So uh, uh, I, I'm, I'm really looking forward to Once I get my bag, I'm looking forward to getting, because uh, Melvin's just started uh, uh, vomiting, showing some signs of uh, inflammatory bowel disease because right. it showed up fine on bloods and all that sort of stuff. So uh, yeah, looking forward to getting Melvin on some and seeing, A, will he eat it, um, which I think yes. will be pretty easy because he would just about eat the plaster off the walls if he yeah, thought it was well, edible. Olive but, can um, be fussy, yeah. so I'm interested to see well, if That'll be, be a good it. test. Yeah, it will um, be. Yep. And, uh, and yeah, we'll see whether or not that helps out some of these uh, uh, inflammatory bowel signs that he's showing as well. So Fantastic. there we go. So thank you very much, Delicate Care. And if you got any, uh, if you want to have a look at it, there'll be a link in the show notes to go and check out their website. So talk to your vet about Delicate Care Diet for your dog and cat. Sultry, mate. Love it. Love it. Now... Bringing it down a little bit. Yes, there's a lot of bushfires going. Oh my on goodness, are there what? Yeah, uh, and, and in America too. Yeah, yes, California is. There is. Yeah, yeah. yeah, but we'll focus on. I guess. Well, I guess it's relevant to uh, to California as well. But um, New South Wales and Queensland, there's, there's there's bushfires now, devastating fires. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, they're having the worst drought in history. Yes. Across across New South Wales, um, and a state of emergency's been declared in 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 uh, uh, New South Wales. Um, is about you know. As of a few days ago, 150 homes and over 850,000 hectares of land have been destroyed and conditions are expected to worsen. And I guess the the area we're coming for is it's been a really incredibly difficult time for our native animals. Yeah, right. Um, and they, they sort of need need our support. And the, and the big group that seems to be involved in that area is Wires Wildlife. Yep. Um, and I found some sort of some information um, that's, that's come th- come through about 
uh, you know, general advice. Yeah, okay, yeah. Of what to do? Yeah, wildfire, um, wildlife. Yes. During the wildfires. Yeah, right. Bushfires. Yeah. yeah. So n- number one, they say take your domestic animals with you. If uh, well, not for wildlife. This this must be also for for domestic animals. Just as well. general animal. Yeah. Uh, animal tips for when yeah. you when there's bushfires. Uh, we might cut it, go into a bit more domestic animals in a minute. But they say take your domestic animals with you if you evacuate. Yep. And keep your cat indoors and dogs under control wherever possible, so that wildlife can flee safely through your yard if needed. Right, okay, yep. Uh, number two, they talk about leaving our bowls of water for animals and birds yep. who might be escaping the fires and use shallow bowls with a few sticks or, or stones in them so if they get they fall in, they can get out again. Oh, they've they, got a way yeah, of climbing out again? Yeah, yeah right. if, if they're little. Um, uh, keep uh, In your car, keep a cardboard box and a towel in the boot of your car in case you come across an injured animal. Um, and then you can throw the towel over them and safely transport them, put them in the in the cardboard box and transport them where, where you need to, to get them. Yep. Um, if you do rescue an animal that's been burnt, do not attempt to feed it. Uh, they say wrap it loosely, ideally in 100% cotton fabric. Right. Place it in a ventilator box, so that cardboard box you've got with a lid. Keep it in a dark, quiet place while you wait for a rescuer from wires or for transport to the nearest vet. Yeah, right. Um, if you can safely take the injured animal to your nearest vet, please do so, as you know, obviously injured animals require urgent vet assessment. Yep. Um, and also contact WISE to let them know you've got an animal and then they can follow up with the vet about that. Um, they do say, you know, do not approach uh, certain wildlife. Right. Snakes. Snakes, yeah, good. Goannas or monitor lizards. Right. Yeah, they can bite. Bats, flying foxes or microbats, because yes. they potentially can carry rabies or lysivirus. Lysivirus, yes. Uh, large macropods like kangaroos and wallabies, they can do a fair bit of damage. Yep. Um, and also the larger raptors like your eagles, falcons and hawks. They yeah, can, they can do pretty some, sharp claws and, and yes. pretty sharp beaks. Yeah, they yeah. need some specialist handling yep. to, to, to handle those. So best to get somebody like that involved if you, if you come across an animal like that. Uh, they do say if you own a swimming pool or live um, near uh, where fires are burning... Um, you can uh, you can help animals. They might be seeking water in your pool, that sort of thing. They say drape something over the edge of your pool so the animals have a surface to grab hold of and climb out onto if, right. they, if they get stuck in there. Um, you can have a long piece of rope maybe or, or a, um, a body board, you know, it's attached to the edge of the pool so yep. they can get a bit of a step. Maybe a hessian sack over it might might be good for them to get their, get their claws into. into. Good idea. Yes. Yep. Yep. Perfect. And your pool steps, um, they're often quite high. Yeah. Um, so, you know, putting bricks or large... Large stones, so they've got something they can climb onto yeah, to, right. to help them get out. Um, and always check your pool regularly. Check the skimmer box to see if you've, you've collected any uh, any little beasties in there. Yes, that, right. That, um, that have got stuck in 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 the um, in the filter in the pool. Um, yep. So they're asking why why is wildlife rescue? Why is W I R E S? I imagine that's a acronym for some sort. Yep. Uh, they're asking that they do not call the rescue line to offer assistance at the moment as they're receiving a high number of calls and they do need to keep it open for emergency rescue calls. Um, and they're receiving a lot of calls and messages from members of the public who are wanting to help wildlife in this terrible bushfire crisis. And they want to thank the community and their compassionate concern about local wildlife and express their gratitude for the generous offers of help. Yeah. The best way to go about it is actually to make donations to their emergency fund. Um, and there's a link. If you go to Instagram, the Wires uh, Instagram page, they do have a link there where you can go and, and donate some money, um, which is the best way you can support. Yep. Um, they don't need goods at the moment. Yep. So, you know, often there's talk about, oh, we need, you know... Uh, need need bandages, we need antibiotics, yeah. we need all that sort the of stuff. Silver yep. cream for the burns, yeah, silver yeah. side cream. So they don't need that sort of thing at the moment. They do want to convey that at present there's nothing that... that uh, they're not allowed into the active fire zones, yeah, unfortunately, right. um, as it's unfaced, unsafe to go. Yeah, yeah. Um, and uh, and it's really only access to firefighting personnel, so they're not really allowed to rush in there and go looking for wildlife. No, no. At this stage, but oh, that, that will come. Yeah, 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 exactly. That will come with time, I imagine. So, uh, so if you do find an injured animal, they do say you know contact Wise on one three hundred oh nine four seven three seven, and if you want more information, go to their Wires on Facebook or on Instagram um, for further information about the crisis sort of sort of, sort of as it unfolds. Yeah, um, right. So the, I guess the big thing that, 
that that I saw uh, just today was was about uh, the a devastation of New South Wales koala population. Oh, okay. Um, that occurred uh, up, uh, it's up near Port Macquarie, I think, in the Lake Innes Nature Reserve. Yep. Uh, unfortunately, uh, they've got a total of six hundred koalas there, and they think they've lost about three hundred and fifty of them. Wow. So Jeez. it's a real, real devastation. So nearly two thirds of them, you know, are, yeah, are, yeah. Are, are really, literally been devastated, but. Uh, you know, this is from ninenews.com. They say that uh, that Australians have opened their heart and they've uh, they've raised almost three hundred fifty thousand dollars for this this area. Yeah, right. Uh, that's going ma- mainly to the Port Macquarie Koala Hospital yeah, to help right. out with rehabilitation and oh, well, medical care, medical care, and then and, and then, then once they get them better, then hopefully be able to rehab them and re-release them once they're because they'll, they'll, they'll take a fair while to try and get some habitat back for them to be able to get back in and live in exactly. Again, so. I think the big areas that get burned are their hands, you know, because that's that's what's touching. They the hold trees. onto the hot trees and then yep. they get down on the ground. They're walking on the hot coals too, so they're often the areas that burnt, which must be really difficult. Yeah, yeah. So, um. So they're saying, you know, that something that actually is good for them has, has come out of it is they're currently nursing 18 koalas back to health. Um, and uh, and uh, they're using some of the funds because a lot of the koalas they're finding are suffering from severe dehydration. Yeah. They're walking out of the burnt areas that are totally dehydrated. Um, they're coming out. They're just lying down. Um, and a few of them have lost. They've lost to dehydration. Yeah. So as they're not able to enter the bushfire zone yet... They're actually producing drinking stations right, for okay. them that they're going to place around the fire zones. Yeah. Um, so they've got a couple of manufacturers making those. And the positive from that is that given them all the money that they've managed to raise, the $350,000, is they can make – they've gone from 30 of those drinking stations to rehydrate them to now 100 of them. Yeah, right. So fantastic. So all the people who've donated to that, that's that's really – That's where your that, money's going. That, that's fantastic. And they're going to install cameras on the drinking stations so they can monitor the wildlife and see what their behaviour is like yes, yeah, at yeah. those stations, which will help for future – you know, future um, bushfire experiences to know, you know, what what who do we need to be looking out for? What sort of animals need the need the hydration that, that we're offering at these yep. at these stations? And they're quite elaborate stations. I've seen a photo of them. So yeah, really really good stuff that they're doing and 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 fantastic. So um, so there you go, mate. So that's uh, that's the wildlife sort of aspect of it. And and I guess one other thing I did get through uh, Instagram. Someone sent sent a link in today. Um, another way that possibly you could help out is um, this is from Barb underscore Sosby. Yep. Um, and she said that uh, they're talking about again the koala habitat, you know, being such an issue. The species is technically functionally extinct. Um, they're saying of koalas, which is interesting. I haven't heard that before. Well, like koalas in general, or yeah, just I think I think they're saying if func- yeah, the koala species is functionally extinct. Anyway, uh, all right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I haven't researched that, but that's no. what it says. So, um, but obviously, populations have been decimated currently with the the injuries to, to the koalas and, and yeah. that sort of thing. And this group is is uh, they're putting a shout out to the knitters of the world, right? Those who knit. So if you can knit out there, this is another way you might be able to support. Um, they're looking for head down to Lincraft, get get yourself some uh, get yourself some 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 wool, some yeah, fibre, some, yeah, some some and some needles, some koala wool. No, no, not got a koala wool. No, 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 no wool, merino, no, wool. Merino. merino, yeah, yeah, and uh, and make some anything you... in there about specific colours, Lewis. No, 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 no. It doesn't have to be a like a, a koala esque sort of you know, dark grey. I'm or... sure that'd help. Yeah, yeah, rather than a nice, nice fluorescent green or something like yeah. that, like some high vis, so that you can. So, uh, what, mute, what, what do muted, they want us to knit? Muted tones, muted tones, muted tones. Yeah, right. That's the call out. Yes, yeah, earth, gl- earth, and mute tones. Eucalyptus, greyish. Yes, greyish is the new. Yeah, that that's the new, the new go-to color at the Dulux color. Greyish, greyish. There you go. Yeah. Oh, it reminds me of a story. We had someone when we were renovating. Yeah. Come out uh, and uh, their job. Was to help select the colours for your paint for your yes. wall. That was their job. They work for one of the large paint companies. Yes, that was their job. Come out. So they came out looking around. And go. Oh yeah, I think uh, I think that wall needs to be a quarter um, American white. Yes. Yep. Yep. Say. Yep. A quarter. No worries. Antique USA. Or yes, so, yes. Yes. Antique white. Yeah. That's yep. it. Yeah. A quarter. Like no worries. So writing out the script of what you know what colours you need. A quarter. That was her job to to write out a quarter and a half and and that she couldn't spell a quarter. It was a quater. 
Well, everything's a, a quater. So, so we're down Bunnings going, can we have a quater antique white? Thanks. Quater strength. And a quater strength. Quater strength. So there you go. So make nice. sure. So, so yeah, I'm not sure about the colours. <laughs> but what they do want, they want knitted, crocheted or sewn koala mittens. Oh, koala mittens. How wow. cute. Gee, where's that some fine needlework to be able to get some mittens? Because you know, koala's hands are not that big. Yeah, they're not that big, are they? No, no. I, wonder if, I wonder if they need little holes for their claws to come through. I imagine they would. You'd think so. Yeah. yeah. Or is it a bit, a bit like Wolverine? Oh, yeah, you yeah. put it on and then suddenly push, snickety, the claws snickety, come out. Yeah. The claws come through the mittens. Do they have anything on there that um, particularly for uh, for koalas that only need one glove, that are a little white glove with some diamantes on there would be, you know. Oh, I wonder where you're going there. No. <laughs> no. No, I'm not talking one. No, no, I'm talking no. Talk, talking a little Michael Jackson esque, right? Yeah, you know, a little 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 thriller knitted uh, knitted glove. I'm sure if you want to diamante them up, they'll be more. Yeah, you know, bedazzle them, bedazzle them, yes. bedazzle them. The up koalas would love to be bedazzled with, the little, bedazzle. with the little gloves. Yeah, and also they want uh, a joey pouches for kangaroos and other natives such as possums and wombats to help in the treatment of burns. Right. So that does come with an email address. You can email and they'll send you a PDF of the design. I was going to say, we'll need some sort of, uh, of some sort of idea, Lewis, of when we have to throw in the, 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 the lock and the, and the half hem and the, and the hitch and Whoa. all that sort of stuff. That's fantastic, mate. You, you're a bit of a knitter from way back. Oh. Crochet. You strike me as a bit more of a darner. Uh, Have you been darning socks? I do darn socks. Yes. I do darn socks. Well, well, you know my prowess of, of uh, attaching uh, uh, bunny legs back on. That's of, right. Uh, of stitching teddy bears back together. Yes. But uh, my, um, I, I have been known to darn. You know, sometimes uh, I'm not not much of a not much of a crocheter though. You know, but, um, my mum used to knit though. So so maybe there's maybe there's some knitting genes somewhere. You know, somewhere inside my my DNA somewhere, Lewis. I'm not sure. So did my mum and my grandma all used to knit, and I used to know how to do it, mate. Yeah, and Stella, my daughter's starting to do it now. Oh, is she really they're making a quilt for somewhere overseas? So they're doing squares for the kilt. So there you go. I might get her on to doing some koala mittens. Some koala mittens. You might as well. Why not? Yeah. Why not? You know. So the email is hello. As long as her arms okay from a vaccination. Yeah, well, she's cuddling a puppy in one arm and knitting with the other arm. Wow. She'll be fine. The dexterity of these kids these days. And on Facebook at the same time, probably. Instagram. Instagram. Doing TikTok dance. TikToking. You know that, mate. Oh, only only, only because I checked it out the last time. Now I'm all about the TikTok. We should do a Two Vets Talk Pets TikTok. Oh, why not? Yeah, why Why, not? We'll do the get up. What's a get up now? Hey, come on, mate. We've got a ball I've coming only up. just started TikToking and now you're giddy-upping? Git up. Oh, git up. Get up dance. Aren't they the ones that got um, that got Tony Abbott out of the election? Oh, get out. Get up. Get up. Get up. Get up. <laughs> get up. <laughs> no, get out's a scary movie that you should watch. Thanks, mate. Yeah. Thanks it's for the tip. It's not that scary. It's a, it's a good movie, though. Very, very, very um, uh, tight on the... Um, the uh, the social the s- um, social awareness. Oh, I thought you were going to say tied on something else when you're a little bit scared. No, 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 no. You'd want to be tied on that because you don't want to you don't want to have to get someone to knit you a uh, a nice pair of you know new briefs, <laughs> crochet pair of undies. For yes, you, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so the email is hello at littledandylion.com. and she can. Uh, this is Jackie Fink. Can send you a PDF. Um, and give you a point of collection and a postal address. Don't send her any DMs. She just wants an email. Um, and and we can help our precious Aussie wildlife that needs our love and care. Fan- How yeah. good's that? Many thanks and much love, Jack. So there you go. You can donate to Wise, donate to the Port Macquarie Koala Hospital. And also, I think, I think we're, as, as Two Vets Talk Pets, being uh, big supporters of this stuff, we're going to make a donation too, aren't we, mate? I think we should. I think we should uh, yeah, put a little bit of uh, our money in there towards it. And uh, yeah, yeah, so why not? Let's exactly. do it. And, and, uh, and Robbie's going to double every donation that comes in. Aren't you, Robbie? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then we'll move uh, on. Yeah, of of the uh, of, of the little the little mittens. Every yeah, mitten, absolutely. Robbie will double them and make his own. I'll I'll I'll, I'll make other mittens. So if you yeah, make I'll a white bedazzled one, Dobby, Robbie, Dobby, Dobby, Rob, Dobby will double it. Do- Dobby loves bedazzled <laughs> little gloves. Dobby will double it. Dobby will double it, and he'll make his own. Dibble so dobble. there you go. But we will make a do- we make a donation to Wise because uh, it's a big we will big support. I think to it's our, a nice thing to do. Sounds fellow, good. Fellow people up in uh, colleagues up in New South Wales. Yeah. Excellent. Now, we're still going on the bushfires, mate. Yeah, I okay. Think, I think I think we should touch on this. This is pretty important. I know yeah. we're, we're really running a bit short in time, but this is about planning for survival if you're in a bushfire area. Oh, yes. Yeah, important. Yes. So, well, and because this will be hitting here in Victoria soon as well, because yeah, well, you know, the, uh, you know, the fact that 
global warming is or isn't happening, everything's drying out and, you know, we're going to be in for a pretty crappy uh, summer here in Victoria, I reckon. So. Is or isn't happening, mate? You're, uh, oh, no, I think it is. But oh, I just don't so know. So you're on the Greta side. Of course side. it is. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. We're scientists, mate. Come yeah, on. Yeah. Of course it's coming. Of course it's bloody happening, but I just yeah thought I'd just be you know um, diplomatic and say just oh, in case just that there is a denier out there, just in case Barnaby Joyce is listening. Just sit on the bur- that, sit on the burning fence. Yeah, yeah. Just, just in case Barnaby Joyce is listening and he thinks that the climate change is actually just from the the sun's magnetic rays is causing the problems. Oh yeah, yeah. Our, anyway. agri- our, our previous agricultural minister. Yes, Thank you very much. Yes. Let's let's get on to politics. <laughs> All right. So this is uh, we got bushfires every every summer in Australia, yeah. We? And California has a too. It's an issue. Um, it's a part of life for us. Um, and and many of us accept as a risk for the you know to to live in our bush to living in the bushland, absolutely. Or, our, yeah. or as we say, our home among the gum trees. We yes. like, to, like to say our home among the gum trees. Yeah. Thank you very much, John Williamson. Is that, is that it? I think pretty sure. Nice. So fire ravaged areas are a poignant reminder to the rest of us to be prepared. By acting early, you can avoid danger, panic, and potentially fatal situations for yourself and your pets. The keys to giving your best chance of pets the best chance of survival are, and this this comes from Australian dog lover. Big shout out! It's a great, oh, great article. Terrific. So number one, have a bushfire survival plan. Yes. If your home is located near bush, grassland, or coastal areas, it is imperative you have a bushfire survival plan that includes your pets. CFA Victoria, so Country Fire Authority Victoria, advises that the safest option is to be well away from high-risk bushfire areas on severe, extreme, or catastrophic, that's code red, fire danger days. And that, that's similar with, with humans as well for many of those situations. Number two, be sure your pets are easy to identify. So each dog... And, and cat must wear a collar with their name and your phone number. Yep. Um, is there this room also includes your address as well? And put a spare collar with an ID tag in your pet evacuation kit. And make sure their microchip details are up to date. Ensure your pets are registered with a local council. Now, wearing current identification tags, ensure your pets are microchipped hey, and their details are up to date. Nice. Mate, you're reading, Pre-empting. You're reading ahead. Sorry, vets, mate. Vets regularly see microchip strays whose contact details are former owners or include a disconnected number. More often than you think, unfortunately. Mm. Uh, ensure the alternative contact contact you choose for your microchip. So that's somebody that you on uh, on the microchip database you have who's not doesn't live in your home. Yeah. Uh, and and have, make sure their contact details are up to date because the number of times we we exhaust all the contacts on the. On the database, and we go, well, we've got a dog with a microchip, but we can't find an owner. Can't find an owner. Really, really difficult. So make sure that is all up to date. Number three, prepare a bushfire pet emergency kit. Put together the items you might need if you're forced to suddenly evacuate with your pets. Keep them somewhere safe and easily accessible and ensure all members of the family know where they are. Check your kit periodically to ensure contents have not expired. Now, what should you put in your kit? The kit should include registration certificates, vaccination certificates, transportation equipment, so crates and carriers for smaller dogs and cats, or leashes and car harnesses for for your larger dogs. Mm. Poo bags, uh, ID tag we talked about, food and water bowls, and at least a week's supply of non-refrigerated food. Good idea. Medication and clear instructions for treatment of any medical conditions, blanking bed, blankets, bedding and toys. And a photograph of each pet. I thought that was a good one, including their name. So if you you, know, you do unfortunately yeah. lose one, you can easily have a photo, a recent photo, yep. and distribute it around and make up some flyers. Um, and then, of course, your contact details for your vet, your local animal shelter, your local council, uh, the pound, or, or even your local uh, kennels or boarding yeah. facilities um, or cattery. So number, five, number four, on high-risk fire days, where will your pets go? So plan ahead as late evacuation can be dangerous. Uh, to avoid unnecessary risk to you and your pets, move them to a safe place as soon as possible. If you know an evacuation order could occur in the near future, consider moving your pets into temporary accommodation. Yes. Well ahead before you vaccinate, uh, evacuate. Uh, having your, ta- your pets spend a short time away is better than taking the risk of not being able to take them if evacuation orders are issued. Mm. And that's a real possibility if it's really, really sudden. If it's really bad and it's just you've got to get out yeah. and you've got to get they out They won't now. let you take your pets potentially, yes, you know, yeah, which yeah. sounds terrible. So uh, many evacuation centres do not allow animals, yeah. including family pets. So be really aware of that, that you might end up at the local scout hall and they won't let your pet come in with yeah. you. So, so it's really difficult. So um, maybe a good idea, you know, move them to a friend or family's home. 
make sure you discuss with that family member. Yes, yeah, yeah. Well in advance so they know what's going to happen. Uh, if you intend to put them in a kennels or a cattery, make a list of available facilities in the area yep. and include their contact details um, and, and easy to find their number. Make sure their vaccinations are up to date yep. so that you, you know, can easily get in there without, without any sort of issues as many facilities won't take without a current mm. current vaccination. Yep. Number five, discuss your plans with your neighbours. Um, so talk to them about your bushfire plan. Um, you know, tell them about the wishes you want for your animals, just in case you're not home. Yep. Um, and and what the, they should do, and and be able to help you in emergency. Then number six is practice. So like any emergency drill, your evacuation needs to be well practiced. Always tends to take longer than expected. Um, yeah. But if you do it a few times a year, then everybody knows exactly what they need to be to do. So it might be uh, if your pets are outside, bring them into the house. So they can find an easy to catch for transport. Find your pet evacuation kit. Uh, check your pets have collars with identifications attached. Put the small dogs in the carriers and the larger dogs on the leashes. Load your pets and your pet evacuation kit into your vehicle. Yes. Um, and then then drive out and practice the and route. Get out. Yeah, practice the route. You know, one way is blocked. Is there another way out? Yeah. You know, yeah. Uh, um, so keep in mind that evacuation is pretty stressful um, for everyone involved. Um, so make sure you got some zilcane. Yeah, I was, was going to say yes. that. Yeah, yeah, and some non-perishable food. Any thoughts with the what, what sort of non-perishable? Oh, geez, I reckon delicate care would be a pretty good non. Uh, you know, it's a very good non-perishable food to have on hand, particularly if your dog's got some uh, skin issues or uh, or a sensitive gut. No, nice. you know, you could, you could get the skin or stomach, the duck and duck and kangaroo. Yes, yeah. El cat as well. So, so a couple so of bags of that just sitting around be a good idea. What, what proteins in there? The duck and kangaroo. That's it. Yes, duck and kangaroo. Yes. What? 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 So you say that? Say that quickly. It sounds a little. Uh, say it quickly ten times. Blue. Duck and kangaroo. Duck and kangaroo. Duck and kangaroo. <laughs> really? <laughs> can't say that fast. I'm looking for a sound effect, but I can't find nah, it. Ah, that's fine. That's all right. So, um, uh, so make sure they're comfortable with their carriers yes. too. Is really important. So getting them to, used to it. Yes. Getting them used to it. Positive yep. reinforcement. Throwing yes. food in there. A little bit of uh, delicate care. Have they got any treats? Delicate treats? Not sure. I don't, not not to my knowledge. Yeah, no. well, maybe. Maybe they're we'll coming. Have to, we'll have to they're find coming. Yes. Yeah, so a little little just a little treat of kangaroo. Just there throw that in there. Encourage them to go in there. Use the carrier. Um, and, uh, and, 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 and it is important to practice and get them used to being in there because the first time that your animal's going into the cage should not be when, uh, you're stressing out, trying to get them in there and trying to get the kids sorted out because of the bushfire coming and you have to get out. Ex so exactly. Yeah, mate. Yep. Yeah. Training well in advance. Yeah. No, I like that idea a lot. Um, and, and make sure, you know, when you're away from home, you give them plenty of toilet breaks, uh, you know, ability to walk around nice, nice, cool water. Um, and you know, in that hot weather, when we often get the fires, those catastrophic days, heat strokes are really issue. Yeah, absolutely. So we talked about that in episode 84. You covered that off beautifully. So yes. go back and have a listen to that prevention of, of heat strokes. So most importantly, guys, keep safe this summer. Absolutely. And it sounds like we're signing off, but we're not, but do keep safe and, 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 and be prepared for for any bushfires that you know if you're in those areas hope hope you stay safe and, and keep your pet safe too stay safe be well listen to the listen to the warnings you know listen to listen to abc they've always got the updates all the time and oh, you they know. always have experts on the tv too talking about these things oh, i hear, or, or I hear that animal things yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or, or check page 33 of the herald sun that's right yeah, updates yeah. because we haven't managed to make it into page six where they're talking about dogs sleeping in beds yeah exactly yeah. exactly all righty how we go mate what do you need disclaimer you reckon uh yeah, yeah, yeah. All advice on this show is generally in nature, so please consult your veterinarian before following any advice for your pet. We do our best to provide the most up-to-date information, but as veterinary medicine is continually advancing and changing, please let us know if you've missed anything uh, or if you need any clarification. Um, so uh, I was going to talk, mate, about um, about growth plates. Yeah, right. righto. Um, just because I uh, had a, uh, a puppy come in the other day, a little six-month-old Jack Russell that uh, that fell out of its owner's arms and landed on the ground and then was uh, was pretty sore. And so we brought it in and we x-rayed it. And uh, and what had happened was that it had a, a fracture through its growth plate. So so growth plates are in the bones, aren't they, mate? Correct, yeah. Yes. So growth plates are it's right out there. Not, not in the stomach? Not in, not in the no, stomach, no. no. Or the lungs, no. Not neither well, of those two places. Some people might not know these things. No, right, generally the, the bones. bones. Generally That's where the you bones. Grow from, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's right there. It's right there in the title, actually. Yeah. Growth plates. <laughs> Growth plates. They're the plates that help you grow. So, right. So um, they're not in the kitchen, are they? They can be in the kitchen if your dog's in the kitchen. Right. Was it dropped in the kitchen? 
uh, it may have been if it wasn't there, or it was the lounge room, or the bedroom, or the study, or the or the al fresco. I'm not sure. The it, was, al it was something. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's, it was very a, modern living. Wasn't a Greek wedding, was it? It was smashing the plates. Uh, no, no, no. It was actual guy. His name was Al Fresco. He, <laughs> he, was, he was a really nice guy. <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, so, uh, so growth plates. Um, so when our bones grow, our bones actually grow from from formation of cartilage, so uh, of uh, uh, ossification or um, calcium deposition around cartilage so when we're born we've got uh, we've got a little bit of calcium uh and then you've got uh, that's in the long bones so we're talking about the long bones because they're easier but then you've got this little island of cartilage up each end yep. and then you've got um another little bit of bone at the top and then you've got your articular cartilage or the part that joins into the bone so what happens when the bone grows because the bone itself the cells that are in there they've laid down their bone they don't do anything else so as the bone grows, the bone grows because the cartilage starts to lay down calcium. And so that's the way that the long bones get longer is because that cartilage just keeps on growing and growing and growing. But as it's growing, it starts to lay down more and more and more bone. So you just get this trail of bone that's, that's left along the way. But because cartilage, that cartilage plate is is softer or weaker than what the bone is, you've got these risks. So yep. that's why it's so important when, um, particularly dogs, but cats as well, it's one of the reasons why we need to be really careful with how intensely we exercise dogs and, you know, you don't want them jumping around too much or falling off things when they're growing because that growth plate is a weak point. Yep. And so not only is it a weak point where then you can get a fracture where then the entire plate can slip but it can sort of break off and only part of it can break off um part of it can break off at the joint or or uh, away from the joint but the risk is is that if you damage that growth plate then you risk your body's ability of being able to lengthen through that bone so what can happen with dogs is that if they and cats that if they have an injury to that growth plate and like i say it can it can be a crushing injury yep or it can be where there's been a break and that there's been a a deviation or a dislocation of that um, of that growth plate, if that affects the growth from then on, you can end up with bowing. So you can end yeah, up with a shorter right. leg. You can end up with bowing of the leg in either direction. So you know those um the little uh, you often see dogs that walk around with their front legs where their um their legs bow out a little bit. Yes. So those are dogs where their growth plate in their ulna, which is on the outside part of their wrist, has actually stopped growing in comparison to the radius on the inside. So the radius keeps going, but it bends the the leg out because the ulna isn't growing anymore. Right. Okay. So one one bone is growing, the other one's not. So Correct. That yeah. A, that's that's what creates the sort of the forces that make it bow. The, what's called the valgal deformity, and it can happen the other way. It can be varus as well, where it goes inwards but um so i just wanted to talk because he had this little puppy so because he had this fractured growth plate we had to uh, so we sent him off to go and see a specialist because um i said to the owners look because it, it actually taken off the front part of his shin bone as well right. his tibial crest which is a separate little uh, little growth plate area was it, had the leg started to, to bow at all was that sure? That sure? That's a bow. <laughs> had had hopefully not after now. It's been fixed properly. So um, excellent. So there was no bowing. No bowing. <laughs> no, no. I just want to use that sound effect. Go on, mate. Well, that's good. I'm glad you used it for that one and not for the ones we were talking about. All the bull. Uh, yeah. The uh, well, what was the guy's name? The old German. Um, uh, the guy that was collecting the um, the 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 white uh, rhino. Uh, who, uh, uh, yeah. What was he? Uh, yeah, Hildebrand. Who? Yeah. Thomas, Thomas, Thomas Hildebrunn, Thomas Hildebrunn, Thomas Hildebrunn, collecting the the uh, the rhino semen. Yeah, they're, 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 I'm glad you weren't using <laughs> the sound effect for that, for that one. No, no don't no, use it for that no, one. No, no, no. okay. So, because that, so, that'd be a. Oh no, uh, an STD. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It could, certainly could be an STD if he's not careful. <laughs> You saw I was going there with the STD then? Yeah, yeah, nice. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. That's the only kids. That's the only STD the kids are worried about these days. They don't have to worry about uh, telephone STDs anymore. No, they don't. No, yeah, no. Anyway, right. Sorry. Apropos of nothing. Yes. Um. So this little dog, where he had his fractured growth plate, he had to get, we had to go and fix that growth plate up. So then that way, because he's still got another good six months of growth left in him, we have to make sure that we're causing as little damage to that uh, growth plate as possible. Yep. So then that way, he's still got. 
plenty of cartilage cells there so that that leg's still going to stretch out the right way and not bend or bow. Because if it does bend or bow, um, particularly with it being his, his tibia or his shin bone, then he might be at more risk of getting uh, like a luxating patella or something like that as he gets older. Yeah, so, right. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, growth plates. You know, not, not many people know how it is the bones grow, but they grow from cartilage being being formed and then that cartilage being ossified very nice mate good yeah. well, well described and um and yeah like you said you can get all different sorts of breaks can't you Absolutely. Over the growth plates. So, so there's, um, so the uh, for any of the other uh, the really aficionados out there, there's six types of Salter Harris fractures. So we call a Salter. Uh, that, that, <laughs> that, that, that may fractures. have sounded like what he what he, what he sounded like when he went through the Al Fresco window, <laughs> went through Al's Fresco. <laughs> I think it's a. I think that's a uh, a new, a, new uh, a vegan bar that's opened up in Brunswick. El Fresco is it? Is El, it? El's Fresco. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, it's terrific. Yeah, I like it, that. it sells a good falafel. Doesn't mean falafel. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah, it's, it's like an episode of Scooby Doo. Canned laughter. Fantastic. Excellent, mate. So um, so yeah, so Salter Harris. There's six different types of them. So we need to take the X-rays to work out because it's the other thing that's really important with these because of where the growth plates are, they're often really close to joints. And so you need to be really careful with how those joints come together because if you've got um, malalignment of the, the joint surface through those bones, then that can really increase your risk of arthritis as the as the animal gets older. Right. So, so, so let's say I, I accidentally dropped my puppy. Yes. Jumped out of my arms. Yep. In the, in the, in the kitchen or at an Al's room. Al's fresco. Yeah, Al's yep. fresco room. What do I do? I'd go and see your vet. Go and see your vet. Go right and on. see your vet because they're going to do the same thing as what I did, which is go, geez, I think your dog's pretty lame. I think we need to take an x-ray. Yep. So yep. Uh, so we took an x-ray. So we sedated this little puppy. Yep. Took a good uh, good couple of uh, views of the x-ray. And because we're worried about it being his uh, his uh, tibial crest at the front of his shin bone, yes. I took the other side as well in yep, order to, to compare. compare it. Very good. And, uh, and yeah, so then we could have a look and go, Something doesn't look right on this one, and I think it's probably outside of what I can deal with. It's out of my pay grade, so let's send you off to go and see a specialist. So, but you know, if I've got a puppy and I've dropped it and it's just a bit lame, or, does that guarantee not that I've got a fracture? No, because puppies are well renowned for um, a, a, making as much noise that you think they have definitely broken their leg as soon as any sort of trauma has happened. Um, and so, owners will often ring up the clinic and go, "Oh my goodness, I've just broken my dog's leg. This is terrible. Don't think terrible." <laughs> Kind of, but but much much more high pitched and doggy like <laughs> yes, than that. Yeah. Yes. Um, so uh, how to tell your baby of uh, how to tell your baby you've broken your dog's leg? Is that your new book? It's coming out, mate. Coming thank out. You, thanks fantastic. for bringing that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm, I'm glad to yeah, segue that one. Yeah. <laughs> thank you. Um, so so. I, I usually say to people, or people, they ring up, they, they say, oh my goodness, I've just broken my dog's leg, no problems, bring them straight in. By the time they find their keys, find their wallet, pick the dog up, the puppy's in the car, they're really excited, the puppy comes in, they're running around like nothing's yeah, happened. Often, yes. So, yes. so I'd say most often, nothing happens. Yes. Everything's fine. Yes. It's just that if they're still lame... Then something's going on, yeah. and it's and particularly if they are quite lame, you know, if yeah. they're quite lame, then you go, gee, is something is not right. Not here. putting any weight on the leg and that sort of thing. And yeah. I, you know, I think the first thing, yeah, if if you do have an incident and the puppy does seem really, really lame and really upset, you know, definitely get to your vet. But yeah. if it just seems a little bit, you know, a bit of a yelp, sort of ran away, a little bit of a limp, then you might want to give it maybe. A little while, a couple give, of hours. Give it a few hours, yeah, see what's so, going to happen. See if it settles down and then and then if things don't improve, then then off to your vet. And and like you said, often you know, sometimes we'll take an x-ray and it actually look normal. Yes. And it's not till later on when the bones start growing a bit more that you start going, oh, hang on a sec, maybe we do have a growth plate problem here and, 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 and down the track you might identify that. And even with young dogs as well, like young animals, uh, it can be that they can get green stick fractures as well. So yes. it can be pretty hard to pick some really, really fine little fractures on an x-ray the first time. So I'll sometimes say to people, look, if we don't um, if we don't see anything the first time, fantastic. We're going to put you on some anti-inflammatories. But if things aren't getting better, we might have to go and take another X-ray because it might be that then the fracture side has opened up a little bit more, where then we can actually see it. Good stuff, mate. Good stuff. Excellent. And if you got a question, maybe yes. you got a question about your little puppy that you dropped. Go and ask your local vet. Don't don't send us an email. <laughs> but if you've got some other question, anything about uh, growth plate fractures or something similar, then hit us up at twovetstalkpets at gmail.com. Get us on Instagram, uh, Facebook. Uh, where else? Where else? That's about it, isn't it? Yeah, TikTok. You keep trying to get me to TikTok. We'll do a dance, mate. And, and, and the get, get up. And, and get hit up. Do get the it. get up. 
Get, get up. up. You don't know the Get Up song? Us, you know, us Camille? No. no. Christina would be listening at the gym too. I'm pretty well, she sure. might do. Yeah, ask her. I will. Ask her. She, she's... She'll be on to it, mate. She'll be listening sure. to this one because I have to say happy anniversary because I'm here on our. Uh, on our <laughs> I know. Is it really? Yeah, yeah. You I haven't. Tell I haven't. Me t- this. I haven't told you before. Now, Elijah would have said, "Oh, geez, we're to, you know, better dial it in early." But well, um, well, actually, I've got a bit of a surprise for you, mate. Oh no, she's here That's now. Christina. Oh, oh, <laughs> come I'm on in. Strife. Yeah. <laughs> Is it, mate? Oh, well, happy anniversary. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah, but now that's why. That's why I got. That's why I'm rushing. Gee whiz, mate. So, what are you plan for tonight? Uh, absolutely nothing. Go home and help to do the dishes because we we're out last weekend. So, uh, yeah, oh, yeah. that was so. That was the weekend. That was the weekend. Lovely, yeah, mate. Yeah. Uh, any I'm, spe- I'm not, a special I'm not, one? Is that putting you on the spot? Nah, legs eleven. That's not bad. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's it. Last week uh, we, we, when we're going out there, because uh, we went back to the place where we got married um, to have lunch, and they said, "Oh, it's your anniversary." I said, "Yeah, it's our ten year and fifty one week anniversary." Oh, so, yeah. yeah. Where's that? Where's that? Where's uh, you down, down at uh, Crittenden at Stillwater, oh, down, the uh, yeah winery down on down in Red Hills. Yeah, so. I know that one. Yeah. Lovely. Yeah, yeah, really nice spot. Nice, nice part of the world, mate. Lovely. Yeah. Well, happy anniversary, buddy. Thanks, Next bro. week I'll be talking about dogs detecting cancer. Hey, fantastic. So, sniffing it out, I reckon. Sniffing it out. Exactly. And you probably have a, a sniffing sound effect on there somewhere. Yeah, but we're running short on time. <laughs> <laughs> Alrighty, guys. Scratch you later. Peace out, mate. Thanks for listening to Two Vets Talk Pets with Lewis and Robbie. To chat further about this week's episode or ask the guys any questions, search Two Vets Talk Pets on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram or send an email to twovetstalkpets at gmail.com You can find Lewis on Twitter with the handle at vetbehaviorist and more importantly as the two pet heroes return to their day job of saving animals lives be sure to thank them with a five star review on iTunes every time you do a small cute animal will receive a cuddle <laughs>